Alright, what's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here, back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. Here's yesterday's comment of the day. This guy actually... Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up. Like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Gave money with this comment. I didn't even know you could pay to comment, but thanks for the $5. I'll spend it wisely, and by wisely, I mean useless digital items and video games I won't play in a year. But uh, today's story time is going to be about a Karen that was sent in to me by this dude named Eric. And Eric was a pretty chill guy. He didn't love his job, but it was his job. He happened to work at a gas station as the dude inside who, like, gets you your drinks, puts money on your pump, whatever it may be. And it wasn't, you know, anything glamorous. It's not like you would want a camera crew to be following him around, but he liked it. And the one benefit was that he got to interact with a bunch of crazy people. A gas station seems like it would be one of the best places to interact with some uh, interesting characters, to say the least. Probably feel like you're, like, bumping into a GTA NPC three times a shift. Some guy comes in with, like, a parrot on his shoulder. Not a real one, a stuffed parrot, and talks to it and makes it talk back to him, whatever it may be. He just had some pretty crazy customers. For example, there was one guy that would come in with like this stuffed animal dog that was on a leash and he would make it look like it was walking. And it was 100% a stuffed animal. He's not an idiot. You're able to tell apart like a stuffed animal from a real animal. But this guy would come into this gas station all the time, get the exact same drink and chips combination and walk this stuffed animal dog. And at first he thought maybe it was a conversation starter, like the guy is lonely or whatever, just wants an excuse to talk to people. So one day when he came in after he had known him for a couple weeks, he decided to ask him, hey, why are you deciding to walk around that stuffed animal? And when he asked the guy why he was walking around that stuffed animal, dude, the guy's face contorted as if he just smelled the rankest fart of all time. Walked into the bathroom after somebody had food poisoning levels of disgust and got angry saying, what are you talking about? It's not a fake dog, it's real. And he looks down at this dog and it's just very obviously fake, but the guy is getting increasingly angry, like almost shaking with anger over him daring to question the reality of the dog. So he just kind of let it go and ever since he's paid some more attention and the guy treats the dog like it's a real dog. 100% not, but those are the type of people that he was interacting with at this gas station. And what's wild is that's the second craziest person he interacted with in the story time. Whatever, most days in the middle of the week it would be pretty slow. There was like a huge rush of people on the way to work getting gas and after work getting gas. But for most of the time in the middle of the week at like 11 a.m., there's not a whole lot going on. Some people would come in, but for the most part, it would be dead, so they would do stuff around the store. 
But he's standing there at the counter because he had done everything he had to do. And this woman comes in and he's not trying to like pay attention, but he can't help but pay attention because the way she's acting is super weird. She kept like looking at him, staring at him. And whenever he would look over, she would look away really fast and like she wouldn't move or do anything when he was looking at her. Seriously, to the point that if he looked over, she pulled like someone trying to avoid a Jurassic Park dinosaur velociraptor thing. Its sight is based on movement. Don't move. She would just freeze. But whatever. He kind of just stops looking at her directly and is watching her out of the corner of his eye because it's the only person in the store. And the fact that she was being weird made him more suspicious. If she would have just come in and said, hey, and grabbed a drink, then, like, he wouldn't even have thought about it anymore. But her trying to not be noticed made him want to notice what she was doing more. And he watches her go over and fill four, like, freeze cups up to the brim with cherry freezes. And he's a little bit confused on why she needs four of them. And these are huge cups. These aren't little ones. He looks out, doesn't even see a car out there, realizes she must have walked up, so he doesn't know why she needs four of these things unless she's trying to give herself the world's biggest brain freeze. You know, my mom said I'd never amount to anything, so I'm gonna get the world's biggest brain freeze and end up in the Guinness Book of World Records, but he didn't really think that was going on. But at the same time, he didn't really care. Sure, it was bizarre, but as long as they bought stuff, it didn't matter to him whatever floats your boat. He's not going to tell you to not spend money. Hey, you, over there, I don't know what you're spending your money on, so get out of my store. You can't spend it in here. Like, that would just make no sense. But she comes up to the counter, and he starts trying to create some small talk, as you do as the cashier. Like, it's just kind of forced. Hey, how's your day? Do you need anything else? That type of stuff. The cashier doesn't actually want to be having this deep conversation with you or even conversing at all. They just have to. And she snaps back at him when he asks how her day was going and is like, I'm buying four freezes. How do you think my day is going? And I'm going to be honest. I'm not really sure how you would even reply to that. And Eric didn't know what to say either. So he just kind of looks at her and doesn't know what to say. Is it going good? Like, it could be going one or the other. Either you're buying four ginormous freezes because you're having a party or you're in a great mood, or you're trying to cope with something. I don't know. That's not my job. I was just asking how your day was because you're a customer trying to buy stuff. This is the type of person that you read about in a math problem later. It's like, Janet bought 37 ICs. It's like, why did she do that? We don't know, but Janet loves diabetes. I just don't really understand why you would need all these, but the total comes out to like $15 and he's not trying to create any more small talk after she kind of dumpsters him trying to do it the first time. The total comes out to 15 and she puts her card in the machine and it goes and it goes and it goes and it beeps, but it doesn't do like the approval beep. It does the beep of declining. And Eric literally did not care. He got paid by the hour. If the card got declined and you needed to try again, you needed to try again. It was a really old chip machine. It's not like he expected it to work all the time. Sometimes it didn't work. So he just looks at her and says, oh, something must have messed up. Can you like swipe it again? Can you rescan it? Put the chip back in. Not a weird comment, pretty standard. Well, she starts getting insanely defensive, being like, your machine is broken, I know I have money, it's not my fault that you don't have a machine that's able to read my card. And he's just taken aback on the aggression, because he had just very calmly said, go ahead and do it again. So he kind of looks at her, confused, and says it again, like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, go ahead and just do it again, and it should go through, no biggie. 
And she's very defensive about how she doesn't want to do it again. She knows that she has money. And he says, well, unless you scan your card, like, there's no way for us to get the money. And I can't let you take all this stuff unless you pay for it. So, I don't know. You have to try again. So, she puts her card in and it takes, like, the longest 30 seconds of all time. You know when a situation is just mad awkward, so time just starts feeling like it's going on forever? That's what's happening. And the card's just reading, reading, reading. And sure enough, it declines again, and he just kind of looks at her and doesn't say anything. Because everything that he has been saying has apparently been wrong, so he was just going to keep his mouth shut. And she looks at him and says, what now? And he's like, well, do you have another card? Do you have cash or something? And she says, well, I have no other way to pay. And he's like, well, then I don't know what to tell you. And she starts trying to guilt trip him. Well, I think you should just give it to me. It's not that big of a deal. It's $15. And he had worked with people before if they were maybe a dollar or two short, one or two cents short. Sure, whatever, no big deal. But when somebody comes up to you and expects it, it's just completely different. Like, oh, give me this $15 worth of stuff for free. And it's not like they really needed it. No one needs four giant freezes. So he just says, like, I can't do that. And instead of being reasonable and just thinking to herself, ah, dang, well, that's my fault. I couldn't pay for it. She does the exact opposite and starts screaming at this poor Eric guy, saying that he's a moron and it's his company's fault that they don't have a card reader that can read cards because she knows that she has money. And if he would just give it to her, it would help her day out, but he's not going to give it to her, and that's why he's a selfish, bad employee. I don't think he's a selfish employee to not be giving out things for free. It's just not his store, dude. Like, what would you like him to say to his boss if his boss comes back and says, hey, why'd you give away all this stuff for free? Well, she said I was being a jerk because I didn't give it away for free, so I had to. Yeah, that store's not going to be in business for long. I promise you everyone in the neighborhood's going to be running in telling the guy that they don't have money for it, and if he doesn't give it to him, then he's mean. That's just not a good way to stay in business. It's not his fault that you can't pay for it. He can't just go away giving away free stuff. So he kind of says that much, being like, look, ma'am, it's not my fault that your card didn't read, but you're putting me in an awkward position when you ask me to put my job on the line for a stranger that I don't know. Pretty logical, pretty reasonable, and instead of replying to it with anything near that, she just starts threatening him, saying that if he doesn't give it to her, then he's going to regret it, and she's going to make sure that he suffers. Way too intense for just some stupid frozen sweet water, you know? They just put some flavoring on ice, it's not like it's really that deep. You're gonna regret this, I'm gonna make you pay. Over a sugar drink, dude? Over a sugar drink? I didn't even know people could be this addicted to sugar. She's acting like she's on meth withdrawals and someone's withholding it from her. If you don't give me these, I will make you suffer. Like, what in the Marvel cartoon evil villain is going on? And he doesn't back down. If anything, it pisses him off even more that she's going to sit here and try to threaten him, force him to back down and give her this stuff for free. So he just says, no, you can't have it for free. I don't know what to tell you. And she lifts up two of the ices and puts them above her head and says, I'm going to throw them. And he's like, don't throw it. Come on. Even if you throw them, I'm definitely not going to give it to you for free. And her response to that is to throw two of them on the ground. And it was almost like gallon smashing. You know that stupid trend way back in the day where people would go into grocery stores and throw gallons of milk on the ground? That's kind of the vibe. They just splat everywhere. They make a mess. 
And the worker's just thinking, Eric is like, I have to clean this all up. This sucks absolute butthole. I don't want to clean this up. So he says that she needs to get out. That's too far. She picks up the other two in response to him saying, get out, and says that she's not going to leave. All right, well, you have to leave. You can either leave or I'm going to, like, call someone to make you leave. And she throws the other two on the ground. And Eric really didn't want to have to call the cops. He didn't want to have to call everyone, but she doubles down and says that she's not going anywhere. She literally won't leave. And so he has no choice but to start dialing 911. And he's doing it all dramatically to try to get her to, like, run away and leave. All right, I'm calling them. I'm going to call them. And she's just not leaving. I'll keep it short and sweet. There's a gift card code on your screen right now. I give one of these away every single day, and I upload every day. So if you're new, you should subscribe. Turn on those notifications. I really appreciate it. And uh, while I got you, be sure to press the like button. Otherwise, no joke, no scam. You'll be cursed by a 900-year-old witch, and she will take all the baloney from your fridge. Eric calls the cops, lets them know what's going on, and they're not in a rush. They're like, is she stealing anything? And he says, no, but she says she's going to wait. I told her to leave. And they're like, well, we could basically only get her for trespassing. He says, yeah, I know, but she's not going to leave. So they said they were going to send someone over, and he literally, on the phone in front of her, says, I hope she just leaves before you guys get here. He does not want this to turn into something. He wants this lady to just get out of here. It's not that big of a deal. But she is just standing there, arms folded, acting like she just has nowhere better to be. Which, listen, I don't know if she came in here trying to make trouble, but if you did, you succeeded. You created trouble. Now get out of there before you get in trouble for the trouble. The entire time they're waiting for the cop to get there, though, she's angry at him as if he's done something annoying. Oh yeah, he's the annoying one, not you. The lady that came into his work, started causing a bunch of problems, and then after he said, leave, I'm calling the cops, just refuse to leave because the cops are going to come here and magically be on your side. She just keeps blaming him for things, too, like dumb things around the store. She's saying the way the products are set up is stupid, and he's an idiot if he set it up like that. Believe it or not, he didn't set it up like that, so it's just bouncing off of him. But about halfway through just insulting him for the store, the way he handled things, she starts getting, like, upset about what had happened to her ICs. In almost tears in her eyes, like grown woman on the verge of crying is screaming at him. And he's behind one of those plexiglass dividers. And as she's screaming at him, the spit is just hitting this divider, almost adding like a little like a rain effect on a window about how he ruined the ices and she just wanted to enjoy him. And he's so, so evil for that. Yeah, he's evil for not giving them to you for free. And then he's also evil for possessing your brain and making you throw them on the ground. No one told you you had to throw them on the ground and make a mess. That was your invention. How are you going to blame the guy that had nothing to do with that? If you would have just let me have them for free, I wouldn't have thrown them on the ground. You made me throw them on the ground. It's your fault you're going to have to clean it up. Whatever, though, for about 15 minutes, she's just sitting there arguing with him, saying that he's an idiot, he's a loser, he's never going to amount to anything. Even if he, like, never amounted to anything more than he was in this moment, he would still be above you, because you're the person screaming angrily at somebody that's apparently worth nothing. I don't think anyone's, like, worth nothing. But if someone was worth nothing, I wouldn't even waste my time being mad at them. I wouldn't waste my time arguing, because they would be worthless. 
So if you actually think this guy is worthless, it's weird you would spend so much time being upset at him. The police finally get there, though, and they walk in, and they see her in this puddle of icy... Four very large ICs have been on the ground now for 15 minutes. It was already a mess, but it's just become more of a mess. And the worker hasn't come out from behind the counter because he has the little divider, but she's like so angry she's spitting at him. So the last thing he wants to do is go around and try to fix it. It can wait until all this is handled. But the cop walks in and takes a deep breath, almost like he's just too tired to be dealing with this. He's off in 20 minutes. This is the last thing he wants to be doing. And he asks her, like, ma'am, what happened? And you would think she'd be smart enough to deny it, at least for half a second. Oh, officer, I don't know. This is so crazy. But she doesn't. She starts bragging to him about how she had gotten mad at the cashier and Eric had deserved to have this thrown on the ground. She would have thrown it at him, but he's behind that stupid plexiglass thing and he's lucky that he's behind that because she would have hit him instead. And the cop is like, what are you talking about? You're telling me that you wish you could have attacked this cashier and you made a giant mess in the store because he wouldn't give you something for free? Well, no, I tried to pay for it, but my card declined and he wouldn't give it to me. And the cop is just super confused because, like, what do you want him to do about it? You called the cops and waited here hoping that they would show up and tell him he had to give you the ICs for free? And the guy at that point, Eric, looks at the cop and says, I don't know why her card declined. I told her to try again. And when it declined again and I said she couldn't take the stuff, she started freaking out. I didn't actually expect her to be here when you guys showed up. I thought it would be a situation where you came and I would have to just give you a statement. But she insisted on waiting. She said she wanted to meet you. And the cop kind of looks at her, confused at the situation, and just says, Is that true, ma'am? No denial. Even after having it explained back to her from someone else's mouth, which definitely should have made her feel more ashamed and more dumb. Nope, no shame in her. Just, yeah, whatever. I, I get it. It is true. And the cop says, well, you have to go and you can't come back. Like, if you come back and they call the cops and let us know that you're here, you're going to be in trouble because at this point you've broken a lot of the laws that are in place to protect the employees. So you've got to go. And she starts trying to argue with the cop, saying that she's going to come back and she doesn't even have to go, but she will just to make his day easier. But she's 100% going to come back here and she's not worried about it because the cop won't be there. And the cop does not want to be there. That is very clear. He doesn't want to be there, but he has to deal with it. And so he's telling her, like, you're telling me that you're going to come back and keep harassing him. Is that true? And she says, yes, and there's nothing that you can do about it. And the cop looks at her, folds his arm and says, I can arrest you for that. Just leave. I can arrest you for trespassing right now. So can you please just leave? I don't want to have to do that. Don't give your permanent record something to have on it. Just leave. But she's standing there all defiant. She's like got her phone out filming him and is saying that he can't arrest her for anything just because she's in here making a scene is nothing that she could be arrested for. And he cites the law back to her that makes it possible to arrest her for, like, causing a disturbance, disorderly conduct, you know, harassment on the guy who works there, trespassing because they've told her to leave. And she still isn't getting it. And she quadruples down and is like, well, I'm not leaving, so you're going to have to make me leave. And one last time, this cop being patient is like, just leave. I don't want to have to arrest you over something this dumb This is not something that you're going to make a huge point about. No one's got your back. No one's going to make a GoFundMe to get you out. Like, just leave. It's okay. This guy doesn't want to be involved either. 
And Eric is like, yes, just please leave. I just want to get back to my day. This is taking forever. And she refuses again and kind of gets up close to both of them. And at that point, the cop grabs her arm and just goes to, like, escort her outside. He's not trying to slam her on the floor WWE style. And she starts screaming bloody murder. (gasps) Ah, why, why? I just wanted to get my ICs. He wouldn't let me. This is so unfair. I can't believe that in America you don't have the right to an IC. The right to an IC? That's a new one, bro. I've heard a lot of people say that, like, I don't need a driver's license. I'm just traveling. I've heard some dumb stuff. I've never heard anyone say that, like, you should have a right to sugary drinks. I didn't know that was something we needed to work into the 2.0 Constitution. Eric at that point literally goes to the back freezer and just stays in there for a bit for like five minutes. When he comes back, she's gone in the back of the cop car. He can't see a whole lot, but he sees that she's freaking out, like just not being very happy back there. And the cop asks him, okay, like what's the whole story? There has to be more. And Eric is like, dude, there really is not more. I do not understand why she insisted on coming in here and doing all of this. I really told her to leave. I thought she was going to leave. It's like she just insisted on staying until he got there. And once the guy gets there, like, what do you want him to do about it? If he's seeing you throwing stuff at people, you're saying you're going to commit a crime and come back. Just 100%. You're just gonna do it. Even if he leaves right now, you will come back. You leave him literally no choice. Like, there's not much he could do. Especially when you start freaking out trying to attack him. But yeah, overall, just don't throw stuff on the ground. And if people tell you to leave, then just leave. Or or throw stuff on the ground. And uh, if you are going to do it, just make sure they're subscribed to me first so they'll send it in. Like, if you're going to do this, at least make sure that I get a video out of it, you know? Anyways, guys, I think that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, I would really appreciate y'all taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comment section down below. And of course, subscribe if you're new and turn on those notifications. I post videos every single day, so if you like stuff like this, subscribe if you're new. Turn on those noties. And if you want to listen to the audio version of these story times, I do post the audio version over on Spotify. Feel free to check it out. Link down below along with a link to the intro song you can find down there as well. And last but not least, I do a podcast over on my third channel, Scrubbe, where I like react to stuff and whatnot like I used to do on the Scrubby channel. So if you like that stuff and you want to watch more, scrub A, like I said. But yeah, on that note, that'll do it, guys. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully, I will see each and every single one of you guys tomorrow. I'm out. Peace.